remember how this is done it's been a while man it's been a while but we're back <laughs> y'all must have forgot if you don't know now you know all that good stuff we're back home to do podcast yush we're i know sitting sit next to rue man Ru. it's been so long since we did one of these things i just like can't we're supposed to talk about things that people find interesting and stuff and hopefully i don't know entertain entertain just be ourselves, man. Very okay. entertaining people. Scott, Very entertaining. Scott Sensei doesn't like it when I'm just being myself. No, he doesn't like anything, does he? He always just complains. Complain, complain. complain. He's just a. Uh, no, I better not say that. <laughs> <laughs> he just complained about something else. <laughs> but yeah, Rue, you've got fresh new look. Slim and shady. Thanks, man. This is, this is the one product of lockdown, which also Scott Sensei is not very pleased about. <laughs> I've gone bleach blonde. Bleach blonde. I love it. Out. Mammy hates it. Scott Sensei hates it. I don't give a fuck. I think the peeps love it. I think all the people love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's about, man. Pleasing the people. Yeah, yeah. It takes pressure off my hair. So I've grown my locks over lockdown. and He gives you just as much shit about your hair as he does to me. It, takes, it feels like it takes the pressure off, you know? I suppose so. Yours yeah. is more shocking. Yeah, you know, my mind, mind kind of has been gradually decreasing since he kind of just accepts that. Okay, he's grown his hair now. Well, since you've been tying yours up, it hasn't been you haven't been flicking it as much, <laughs> Ricotton style the, in the, the middle of class. So since you've uh, since you got that taken care of, he's kind of laid off you a little bit. Yeah, it does look smashing though. Hmm. You're a gentleman, mm. gentleman. But yeah, man. So, folks, we're back after a long lockdown. Mm. A very tough time, obviously, with the the Rona. The Rona. Um, we were stuck teaching online constantly, constantly online, teaching outside, doing whatever we can to keep the the business taking over. Eh? Keep the dojo running. It really has been that long. Like people actually probably a lot of people probably don't know what we've been at. But uh, yeah, March came. Ireland went into strict lockdown, very and strict. we went straight to Zoom. And we thought we were great in fairness. We were patting ourselves on the back going, look at this, providing for our students. But man, it turned into... It t- takes a toll, doesn't it? Yeah. It takes a toll. It's so much energy yeah. to, to try and get the kids especially enthusiastic about doing karate on the computer. Like, Yeah, and I feel... tough going. I, f- I was feeling sorry for us, but I also feel sorry for the kids. Imagine just standing there in your living room and mum or dad is like right sticking on sensei now you know do what they say and be good yeah. and you have to stand there in front of your computer and punch and kick and I don't know tough it for was the mummies bit... and daddies as well yeah yeah they've got to do the work and they hear you jumping a bit like an idiot like <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh guys now we're going to run about the house for five minutes looking for stuff <laughs> uh, yeah man coming up with ways to keep the zoom classes interesting like you know, we started off with those challenges that yeah. got, got weirder and weirder. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I, I used to do, like, I started off trying to get them to, to stretch properly. Yeah. You know, and, and I was, like, dropping into the splits and be like, okay, everyone down in the splits. But they would just, like, you know, give up. After the same. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, whatever. They just drop down where the camera can't Sweet. see them and yeah. take a break. <laughs> yeah. And then it was uh, just got sillier. We just started to get, asking, like, bringing me the most disgusting food in the house. Yeah. 
or maybe your favorite toy, your shoe that's yellow, or <laughs> in the end, it was. I was stuff. like, all right, what to bring me today? Okay, everyone, bring me something that is green and squishy. I thought that was a challenge. They were just like, what? I got pff, nothing. <laughs> Come on, Ru, that's a crap challenge. <laughs> Think of something better, Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was how we sort of, I think we, that was us entertaining ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. getting a look into the, the psyche of the children. Um, yeah, some funny anecdotes about that sort of stuff, you know, some of the challenges and stuff, getting a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hand, like, uh, n- not going to name names, but um, obviously because they're children yeah. <laughs> and that would be terrible. But. Uh, there were there was one kid and mm, it was just he was just getting on my nerves you know not really focusing everybody else trying their best doing their punches doing their kicks doing their blocks and this kid just kind of messing and although it doesn't it it's 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 different because in a class they can be disruptive on a zoom call they can't be disruptive yeah. but it's still a bit disrespectful if they're ignoring you or not trying i guess so it was getting on my nerves cuz i was sick and tired of the zoom shite and then you know, your efforts are seemingly being uh, completely wasted on this yeah. child. So I said, right, if I catch you messing again one more time, you're off the Zoom call. Ooh. And I followed through. You kicked him off, did you? Yeah. Oh, well done. I was like, mm, how do I do this? I was like, uh, participant, um, <laughs> remove from meeting, click. <laughs> and then... Um, Oh, the poor kid was devastated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got uh, an apology video and uh, just everything was kind of... I didn't really like uh, that. I felt like I'd been a bit mean then. But uh, yeah. that's what teaching on Zoom does to you. It turns yeah. you into a monster. I, I definitely was was uh, feeling very... And I'm a, I'm a bit of a social butterfly these days. You know, I like hanging about with people and meeting people and talking to people. It's what you're used to day to day. And when they were stuck just talking to a screen, that was tough going. Like That, yeah. that drove me mentally a little mm-hmm. bit crazy. Got very angry for a wee while there. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, yeah, you yeah. were getting really sick of the Zoom shit. Yeah, yeah, just, just, yeah, it was tough going. And then, eh, uh, once they, they eased off slightly, once it eased off slightly, we could start, you know, training again in small groups and everything. That was all right. Like, mm-hmm. once we started getting bodies back in the dojo and stuff. And we were back on full swing for a whole week. We Man, we a had whole a f- week. A full week of <laughs> indoor training, new members joining, everything getting back to normal, things are looking up, and then yesterday. <laughs> back straight into lockdown again. <laughs> <laughs> back to teaching outdoors. It was freezing. I was outside, it was freezing yesterday. And even like, you know what? It doesn't matter how warm you're getting, you're, you're working out with the class and stuff, mm. and so you get a wee sweat on. Mm. But then you stop. Because you have to teach. And then you get freezing again, and I was mm. just like, oh, this is a nightmare. Like, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. I've got that to look at because head, head into winter time so yeah that'll be fun well three weeks of lockdown we can't we can't train outside all winter well we could I suppose I mean they train football and rugby outside during winter time yeah, why can't yeah. we yeah the coach doesn't the coach just wears these really yeah hands. wrapped up in wrapped his up legs jacket. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so that looks like that might be the case if, they, if people don't start fucking doing as they're told you know behaving themselves behave yourselves <laughs> Three weeks, so we can open the dojo properly again. Yeah, please. Yeah, everyone, please. <laughs> please. Yeah, um, but yeah, online stuff. I mean, yeah, the the online stuff was was tricky, but it was like some good things came out of it. Like Scott Sensi done a karate at home. We mm-hmm. were doing weekends. We were doing a seminar every Saturday. And getting like a hundred people. Scott playing. Sensei did twelve of them in a row. Yeah, every Saturday. Yeah, it's almost like always a hundred people. Like the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's always on a Zoom call. It's maximum hundred people, right? So twelve weeks in a row, he had a hundred people logged on. They were all free. 
Yeah. And all over the world, and he he got he, he got, got different mates. people. He got his famous karate friends to come in and yeah and teach. It was cool. Adrian was on. Uh, Rick was on. I should be saying Sensei, shouldn't I? Adrian Sensei. Rick Sensei. <laughs> what, do you mean Adrian Linton Sensei? Or do you mean who am Aiden? I talking about? Aiden. <laughs> yeah. Wish I had big Adrian on Who the heck is Adrian? You can't put that in the book. Fucking Adrian. Shout out to Adrian Litton, man. Perfect. the video was coming. Okay, we had Aiden Sensei. We had Rick Hutton Sensei. I can't even remember. Oh, Paolo. We had Paolo. We had Guy Bordeaux Sensei. We had... Yeah, all the senses, man. All the senses. We had... Was it Ricardo... Uh, yeah, from, from Mexico. From that Mexico. was a good that session. That was cool. That he was working on the speed and everything. Yeah, we had a bunch of uh, great, great seminars, and mm-hmm. uh, a few of them were teaching more than once. And of course, every session we had Scott Sensei, which was very nice. Get some extra training. Mm. So, who was your favourite? Go on, spill beans. Oh, <laughs> my favourite from those seminars. Yeah, yeah, Aiden's pretty high up there. His was really good. Yeah, Aiden's community session was pretty, yeah. pretty smashing. He only did one, didn't he? He'd done two oh. sessions. He'd done one. One was uh, he was working on Uramoash. Yeah. And then the other one was the the stick, small kata. Oh yeah, the the stances kata. The stances, yeah, yeah. The first one was too, better. So. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the kicks and stuff. <laughs> I liked that one. Yeah, yeah. What were you, yeah? He was just hitting Bob. He was hitting that Bob hitting thing. Hitting that Bob. Yeah. Man. You see how fast he is? It was uh, it was class. Um, what I liked, about you? I liked them all. <laughs> <laughs> I would never like pick one over the other. Oh fuck off! You asked me which is my favorite. Mm. I thought a uh, Guy Broder's second one. His first one, I think he was getting used to the format a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I remember the second one. Man, he smashed it. It was mm-hmm. out of the park. Like he really done a really really good session. Um, so yeah, I like, really like Guy's. Um, but in fact, we done one with Rick just the other day actually, and Rick done a cracking session the other day, man. He done a really good session. Just, just sort of a little snippet of everything. He was he was uh, very energetic, I guess. Yeah, it was yeah. like he was finally maybe had his coffee before he was drinking. Must have been that. Yeah, <laughs> had some coffee. I had to jump about doing all sorts. Of yeah, things. yeah, it was good. But yeah, that was like the coolest thing is that we get we got to train with a whole bunch of people and have like a whole a bunch of people train along with us from that we wouldn't normally see, you mm. know, because we like Denmark was cancelled this year, obviously. So that was Stop, like Stop, I'm gonna cry. That was like heartbreaking. That's like the the highlight of the year. Um, going over and hanging out with Christian and his family and friends and everyone more mm-hmm. and everyone. Um, we never got a chance to do that this year, but it was an it was a nice sort of sort of make up for that was when we got to see people that normally wouldn't make it even to Denmark, yeah. you know, from the UK and America and all these places, making new friends. It's nice. And besides the seminars that Scott was organising online, I kind of I delved a, f- a fair bit more into what's available on YouTube. Oh, you're looking up the YouTube sensei? Yeah. And, you know, I went beyond the normal guys that you'd normally look at when it comes to karate. And yeah. I was looking at self-defence guys, kickboxing guys. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of guys. All kinds of guys. All the guys. <laughs> Fitness guys. And, uh, man, there's a lot of good shit out there, actually. You know, people say you can't teach martial arts online. I think we've now all discovered that you absolutely can. Yeah, you totally can. Yeah, you totally can. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys, like, I really like, you showed me that uh, Icy Mike. You showed me first his, like, his... Uh, Wait, I showed you Icy Mike? You showed me his Jesse Encamp video. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> 
yeah, that yeah. Was hilarious. He takes the piss out of uh, yeah. So it's uh, it's hard. So he's almost as good as me at it. <laughs> his impression is a bit crap but it's hard to hurt I see Mike on YouTube and uh, what is he he's a former he used to do some kind of Korean martial arts I think arts. Tang Soo so, it's one of those said, it's like, not Tang Soo but it's uh, one of those things some, some like that yeah, yeah. and uh, he, he'd done that and then he I guess he got into Thai boxing MMA Jiu Jitsu all that like it's you know a mix of just about yeah. everything like he's tried everything it looks to me like he coaches self defence and kickboxing but he's got videos about like using guns and other weird self defence tactics practical, and... anything practical that he likes to yeah. talk, that he wants to talk about he just sort of puts up on the channel he's got great videos of him like it was those like defence rope Whip thing. Oh, the the tactical whip fellow. Yeah, and he smacked himself in the back with a whip <laughs> to see how it feels. And he's like crying into the camera. That's great. Yeah. And did you ever? He also tests out like different tear gas products. You know, <laughs> to spray himself in the yeah, face. Yeah, he gets his mate to spray him full on in the face with the stuff, and then like the video is really them, long, yeah. and he's just crying and screaming for fifteen minutes on this video <laughs> because he's after spraying himself with this super potent oh, fucking man. tear gas shit. Yeah, jeez. But yeah, he, he's, he's great. great. I like him. I like him. He's, he's quite. Good. Shout out to Icy and Mike for going fair. all the way. He's pretty fair as well. Like when he talk, when he reviews, like people ask him to review martial arts, different martial arts mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, everything's like he's got a very funny way of doing it. Mm -hmm. He kind of shits on it and then says everything good about it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. anyone who isn't like isn't prepared to listen to negative criticism signs off straight away yeah. and it's only left for the people who actually want to hear his actual that, opinions which and is he, quite he did that in one video didn't he he was like all the people who are going to leave their comments have already done it and they <laughs> fucked off so now we're going to talk we're going to actually talk about it <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, pretty good but yeah he's, he's good um, but yeah like I, I'm, I'm constantly watching you know training videos of like you know even like Floyd Mayweather or Canelo Ryan Garcia, these boxers oh. who are hitting the bags and doing these drills and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Stephen Thompson with his Technique Tuesday videos and stuff like that. Yeah. So much content out there. Um, you know, it makes you think we should probably get the YouTube channel a little bit more life. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to. Hit, hit them on all formats. Right? Yeah, well, now that we're back in, in the swing, well, we were back in the swing of things. You know, we had that great video of you teaching Ushiro Gary. Um Fubi kicks. We had AJ Sensei teaching back leg drive. Folks, you should check out Scott Langley HDKI on uh, YouTube because we've not only got... It's not just Scott. I mean, Scott's, Scott's good and all. Scott's, but Scott's good and all. There's, some, uh, there's some really good looking... There's some other guys on that channel too. Sensei's on there. That's what we're saying. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, it was quite nice to see like um, these online... Like what other martial arts and stuff are doing like and what they were doing and to kind of mm. combat the fact that we can't be in the gyms or mm. the dojos and stuff it's handy for motivation yeah. too because it's not just instructional stuff because i very re i pretty rarely actually look up somebody and train along with what they're doing like yeah. i don't go i'm gonna do a session yeah. and i'll stick it on i suppose i don't have to because i've got scott i've got you yeah. i've got i've got my um i have access to training all the time i'm very very lucky a yeah. lot of people don't. Maybe they're high risk. Maybe they are doctors or or whatever else, and they shouldn't be mixing because they're in the hospitals all the time. They don't want to spread the virus. But uh, what I've been using these online resources for is actually for inspiration. Yeah. Just watching people and how amazing they are makes me want to train. Yeah. Like this, uh, I showed you this Instagram channel. Remember Marshall Club? 
Yeah, the kung fu. Ah, oh, they're like so it. not yeah. just because of the flippy, the flippy kicks and the double backflip, fucking spinning tornado kick shit they do, but also because of the way they talk about training. It's just so no nonsense. It's like stretch till it hurts, then keep going until you're crying. <laughs> then you know you want to be able to do a double backflip. Well, have you practiced for five hours today? No. Well, you practice for four hours. That's not enough. Yeah. They're like full on, man. I love yeah, it. It's I love cool. it. It's cool. I think, uh, yeah, it's good for that. Like, yeah, definitely motivation stuff. But well, also the the sort of online stuff that's been good for is, uh, yeah, I feel like it exposed people who need to, hmm. needed to be exposed. Like, there was a lot of bullshit out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good point. Especially in our little Shotokan bubble that we're in. There's a lot of bullshit in the Shotokan karate. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. It suddenly, suddenly, you either had to come out of the woodwork and show what you were doing or just fade away. Yeah. And some people came out of the woodwork probably when they shouldn't have. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It was very revealing, as what uh, Scott Sensei said. Yeah. Yeah, very revealing. Yeah, I think. <laughs> like, seeing some people trying to teach, like, you know, just body, basic body mechanics, and you're just like, man, that's not meant to bend that way. <laughs> like, what, what, what? <laughs> it's the reason you're in a lot of pain just now, so <laughs> that knee's supposed to be the other way around. <laughs> like, yeah, some funny, funny, like, yeah. Funny stuff out there now, they can't take it down now. <laughs> yeah, sure. everyone's, seen, everyone's it. seen it. Yeah. Richard yeah. Amos did a couple of good sessions from his, uh, from, where was he, Norfolk? Norwich? Yeah, North, uh, yeah, somewhere in somewhere England. Somewhere in England. One of those English England places. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you had a lot of, like we said earlier, I mean, we had a lot of really famous, really high profile instructors and they're, all their stuff just became available. They just made themselves available. It was yeah. a great time for karate. Speaking of Richard Amos, have you read his book? Oh, yeah. You've read his book? I finished it. I yeah. haven't finished it yet. I've started it. I started it and then I got distracted and I haven't picked up again. Do you, you want me I to will. review it? Um, I, I'm just curious. Is it a good... Is it... The, so far, I think he'll, I think he'll survive till the end. <laughs> Don't spoil I'd, the ending now. I'd peaked at the end. You know what? Kagawa did it. <laughs> Kagawa. <laughs> um, but yeah, how did you find it? So, how did you find well, it? Well, I, I I loved it. Well, I loved it. I liked it. It was a great story, and I think anybody interested in Shotokan is going to love the story because it is the dream. It's you know he just went to Japan as a very young man, pretty much with nothing. Put him just a. It was the start of an adventure. Into the Great Unknown, that, that kind of shit is always really appealing, and it's to do with martial arts and karate, so on that level, I've got... It's going to appeal to me and anybody else who does karate an awful lot, um, especially if it's an important part of your life, like it is for us. Mm. We're, you know, what we do, we consider it an adventure too, we're uh, here training under Scott and blah blah blah, so... Um, yeah, in that way it's really, really appealing and then the descriptions of the training is great and he does a little profile of all his senpai and all his senseis there and you're like, ooh, is that what they were really like? You know, sometimes there might be a guy like Abe or Isaka, people you've heard of but there's not, they don't put themselves out there because they're older guys. They're, it's not like the young JKS or JKA guys now who are all over YouTube. Yeah, These are older guys and you don't really know what they were like and definitely... Um, Richard's book gives you a nice little insight into obviously the way he saw it 
it's his point of view. But you get, yeah, you get a nice little insider's look into the uh, the JKA Hombu in the late 80s, early 90s. It's different from Scott's book too because, uh, you know, Scott had a, Scott's book had a very personal narrative. There was very much an arc... Um, there was very much an arc for like his development, and it had it had emotional catharsis at different points, and it had a nice a nice progression that way. But uh, Richard Sensei's book is a lot has a lot more emphasis on competition. He's always building up to another tournament, yeah. uh, and he went he competed a lot yeah. and did really well. You know, um, always placing in the All Japans or or doing frequently enough anyway. So I think that's, that's really comes, cool. Comes from that KUGB upbringing that he had. Like, well, he was on the so. KUGB team, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he was he was already really experienced as a competitor when he got there. Competition daft. Mm. Them lot. Competition daft. But you would recommend. Oh yeah. I must. Read. Chasing Bushido, Richard Amos. Check it out, guys. Yeah, anybody who's, who's who reads yeah. karate books ought to read yeah. that book. Yeah, it's an important one. And if you're listening, you haven't read Scott's book yet. It's in the dojo. <laughs> Come down to the dojo and buy a copy. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't sell them online. Karate yeah. stupid. Yeah, you get them on Amazon. Yeah. Get it on your Kindle. Ah, so juicy. Yeah. So, what is the plan, Rue, for Artist Man? We we were we were we had a ton of momentum this week. We had a ton of new beginners, a ton going on. Mm, we were going to start an, a league in the dojo. Yeah, we had the plans to go go ahead and start getting the little munchkins into competing mm-hmm. uh, and stuff. Um, now what? Now, now what exactly? Now it's the what? same as always. Whatever we can do, we have to do it. Whatever way we can keep moving forward, we have to do it. So if it means taking classes outside, yeah, we've got to retain our new members some way. We had over 100 beginners in two weeks. It's September, that's Crazy. what happens. So, Crazy. Especially with Cobra Kai being on Netflix now. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I have been, I'm on, I'm halfway through the second season, man. I love it. <laughs> season three's coming out soon, yeah? Oh, stop. Cobra Kai never died. It's so good. We've got his class at the dojo now, we've got a... A karate kid shower curtains oh, and then yeah. the gents we have on the left the left shower is Miyagi though and the right shower is Cobra Kai so if you've had like a, a deadly session where you feel like your techniques excelled and you're understanding your, yourself and mm-hmm. your karate more mm-hmm. you should take a bow and bow into the Miyagi Do shower and if you've just had a big sweaty push it to the limit physical session you take a bow and you can fucking punch your way and kick your way to that <laughs> Cobra Kai fucking shower <laughs> Class. Yeah, man. You have to you have to select your shower based on how you feel after a session. Yeah. And maybe it was, maybe it was, a Miyagi Do session. Yeah. But you're not wor- you you you, you were worthy of you were dog shit yeah. for the full hour. Yeah. And Scott feel, Sensei couldn't even like, look at you. Didn't feel like didn't feel it clicking. Then you're like, oh, I didn't hear my Miyagi Do. <laughs> you have to go into Cobra Kai. <laughs> have to go into the evil Cobra Kai. Or if you're having one of those hard sessions, but you're, you know you weren't feeling great or whatever, and you just thought, oh man, I could have pushed it a little bit harder, or I, mm-hmm. I couldn't keep up with the with the guys beside me. You haven't heard that Cobra Kai man getting that Miyagi-Do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> worth all the rest of the the nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would definitely be in fucking Cobra Kai though. If I was like in that in that universe, I would definitely be a Cobra. Yeah, Kai I think sure. I think that's the way we feel because we have we have a fairly Miyagi-Do instructor, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a. The Miyagi, so it's just, like, it's just grass greener on the other side kind of thing. If we had the likes of, 
I don't know, who's a very... Dave Hazard? No, because he's all about Bunkai and Kata, isn't he? <laughs> Frank Brennan. If we had Frank <laughs> Brennan... <laughs> That's right, man. We'd be like, please, let me hang it We'd we'd really want that more uh, that more kind of esoteric Zen approach to our karate, wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, man. It's about balance, man. The balance. You got to be the Rick Jackson. You got to have the spiritual yes. games and the crazy screwless. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I want I forgot to bring him up when we were talking about online senseis because if there was ever an on you know an unassuming or like. An online sensei you wouldn't expect to come out with something fucking awesome during lockdown. It would have been Rick Jansen sensei. The guy's ancient. You know, couldn't even <laughs> couldn't even figure out Zoom on his own. But his Zen meditation sessions, everyone's going nuts for them. Yeah. That's a shame because I teach when he has them on. I've never been able to do one no. either. I've all, I'm always busy. Pain. You know, if you're too busy for meditation... Change the time, Rick sensei. Change you're too time. busy. Too busy. But yeah, so have you got any goals set for for right, yeah. the end of the year? Um, got any goals? Now that, now that lockdown's, there's an end in sight to all this nonsense? I think I need, uh, right now I'm kind of up in the air. You know, when lockdown started, we, with Zoom and all, it was a bit, training was a bit, teaching was a bit more stressful, but we had a lot more time just for training. I was doing and like I, weights. I haven't lifted yeah. weights in ages, but I was lifting weights every day and stuff. Uh, when lockdown initially happened, that kind of faded quickly. Though. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> I was like, I was like two months of intense weight training, and then I was like, why am I bothered? <laughs> I got depressed, and I was like, why am I bothered? None matters. I'm gonna be stuck indoors forever. Well, no, but what I'm trying to say is the t- the extra time for training after I came back from Roscommon, it was May. We were teaching outdoors a little bit, still a lot of Zoom stuff, and I felt like I was on a really good upward trajectory. And then I took holidays. Oh yeah. And I came back last week and I felt like complete dog shit. So I need a recalibration before I can tell you what my goals are for the end of the year. Uh, I'm uh, I'm a bit I'm a bit stuck in the mud. Yeah. Feeling unfit. Well, we have we have made a commitment to do Team Kata. Oh right. Well, that's not we? end of the year goal. That's that's, that's, that's Barcelona. Goal. That's Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah, we've got our first HDKI International Cup in March. Fingers crossed. Just don't say things like that. It's uh, happening. Okay. There'll be a vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to Barcelona, HDKI International Cup. We're doing Team Kata. Do we want to reveal too much now about our Team Kata training? It's not like they can do anything to stop us from doing it. Like, you know. Well, yeah, I know. We're doing Team Kata. <laughs> all right, all right, but, but, but no more details. No oh, you don't want to say what Kata Well, I don't. Doing. I mean, you're the boss. You're the, you're the senpai. You ah, tell let's me. keep our secret, eh? There we go. There you go. For those of you who care... <laughs> <laughs> Wait just in you. case, <laughs> this is just in case Juan is listening. Yeah, Juan, we're coming for you. We're getting ready, Juan. Hola, Juan. Hola, Juan. <laughs> yeah, HTKI Spain. It seems so far away. Just with everything going on, that seems forever away. Well, it's not. It's, it's five months soon. now. Yeah, it's very soon. Yeah. So we need to get that Team Kata shit in order. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to have to beat the shit out of each other now for the next while if we want to be ready for Kumite as well. That's true, man. That's true. It's been a while since we've stepped on the mat. And you know, before lockdown... Okay, people are going to get sick of hearing us complaining, but before lockdown, we also had plans to visit some competitions, put ourselves out there a little bit more, instead of competing like once, maybe twice a year. Yeah. That all went to shit. I know. Pain in the hole. Pain in the hole. But yeah, man, I think my goal just now, um, 
man, I'll tell you a story, right? So I was training, we were training on a Monday night in here, Scott, and it was the first time Scott Sensi was doing his, you know how he always finishes on Monday, he finishes on Monday with a half hour of kata mm. at the end. Mm-hmm. And we'd done this session with the hip twisties. Remember we were twisting yeah. the Hamley Showman, Hamley Showman, and we were just twisting into Hamley Showman with everything that we'd done. And we are moving forwards, backwards, doing all sorts of techniques, but just it was just about constantly rotating your hips while you move. It was a very good class. But it was tiring and roasting, and I was sweating. Buckets, absolute buckets. Remember in that last half hour we done Basai Dai, for the last half hour, like Kata half hour, and I have never felt more loose and relaxed and just like, man, like floating. It's like mm. I was floating through the Kata, still connected and strong and stuff, but it just felt like, oh my God, I've literally weigh nothing. And it was like the first time I've ever felt like that. Like you, you have moments where you're like, oh man, that felt more relaxed than usual. This was like next level relaxation for me anyway. I was like, holy shit. So it was like a a plateau experience rather than a peak experience. Like you got to this level up kind of feeling and you stayed there. No, so normally you have that level up and you feel that this was like, boom, and I'm trying to get that feeling again. And I've been trying to have little glimpses of it, but I've never quite felt that loose and relaxed since, you know? Okay, but no, but what I was asking you is like, you say you get glimpses of that feeling sometimes, but you're saying for this class, you had it. I yeah. had it and it wasn't going anywhere and I was just boom 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 boom. I was like, man, this is the this is what these you know, when people talk about being in that like like heavy like relaxed heaviness and all that you hear the sense he's talking about this level of body control mm-hmm. and being free and stuff. I was like, Man, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is what they must be going on about. It was like mm-hmm. going super sane or something. You were mm-hmm. like, Man, I've hit the, the, this is the new level. Holy shit, then the next day in morning training, I was like, okay, remember how relaxed you were. <laughs> and I'm going and I'm like, I'm kind of getting it. And I'm like, yeah, I can still kind of feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by the next day, it was gone. <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, yeah, and I was like, man, I'm trying so hard. Why am I trying so hard? Stop trying. Yeah. Um, that's it. And then I think in my want to be super relaxed, I ended up losing it completely. Of course. You know? Yeah. That fucking that's that's Rick Hutton's pet peeve that he sees people trying trying too hard. That's it. You In see with Gee and all, all of them, all of them have that. Oh yeah. Yeah, Gee's like the the his biggest pet peeve is uh, people going fast. Mm. Why are you going fast? Just go slow. Do it right. Yeah. My pet peeve is people going slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to get it right. Just fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Faster. <laughs> so yeah, my my current goals is to try and have that level of relaxation in my karate just now. Like I've I've, I've felt that now. I'm constantly on a mission to try and be able to do it with like just naturally, just just. It's funny that it happened that. in that class because I think probably Scott chose. Uh, Basadai because we had like five black belt, five uh, brown belts in the room that day, yeah. and um, and I know that well. When I yeah, when I first was getting to know you, I remember if we spent time working on something like Basadai, you'd be really grumpy afterwards because you're like, oh, I just want to do sochin, man, <laughs> you know. So I, so Scott go, <laughs> Scott goes okay, Basadai, and I was like, oh, Ross is gonna be raging. <laughs> Can't wait to chat to Rot in half an hour and be like, oh, I bet you, bet you were bored shitless doing Basadai, weren't you, Ross? And you were just like, nah, man, I'm fucking groovy. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, the only reason I hate Basadai so much is because I'm teaching Basadai, like, oh. just just before it. Yeah. And it's only, like, I don't mind doing it for, like, a wee half hour or okay. something. But if it's the whole class is going to be 
oh, you like to do Bass Eye Die? Oh my god, Jesus, I've just spent an hour teaching this. Like, it's a nightmare. Because, you know, the class before is the brown belt, like the higher grade kids class, you know. Don't you know that the masters in Okinawa used to do one kata for their whole lives? Yeah, they weren't very good at them either. <laughs> <laughs> you seen those videos, man? Yeah. <laughs> 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 never last today. <laughs> oh. But yeah, man, I, like, so the, the goal for me, get that super relaxed fucking Yoshiness. The Yoshiness. The Yoshiness. Get the Yoshiness back. Um, and, you know, you, you gotta tap into it every now and then, but, man, then it just disappears again, and it's very, 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 very annoying. But the good thing is, we can take all the frustrations out of a big new heavy bag. Oh, the new heavy bag. New That's heavy news, bag. isn't new it? New dojo, man. We've redone up the dojo during lockdown. So we're locked down and we decided, you know what? Now's the time. Mm-hmm. Let's just rebuild the dojo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we rebuilt the fucking well, We painted it anyway, but... Ah, yeah. no, we did more than paint we it. We painted it. We we put up a new heavy bag. We got all sorts of new toys. New lino in the changing rooms on the floor. Oh, painted all the benches in the uh, new shower curtains, which we've already mentioned. New shower as well. New spray paint on dojo. Oh, Uh, yeah, the the spray paint job on the outside is done. Painted the whole outside and stuff. All the inside and out. Threw an unholy amount of trash out of the place. Uh, And it was great, man. Just Just a couple of times a week. It's not to do with that. It's just common sense, man. It's common sense. Then the other thing is... People hit the Makiwara before and after class now. Empty fucking oh, rattles the Makiwara. Oh, that's now. true. Because everyone wants to be fucking, on the wall. That drives me fucking crazy. I'm just like, will you shut the fuck up? Because I make some racket, man. Mm. It drives me mental. That's true. Everyone wants their name on the wall now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone wants their name on the wall and they just won't stop hitting this fucking Makiwara. Just for the people, we've got a... Oh, we probably explained this on the podcast before. Probably, but go again. Well, we've yeah. got a coin hanging down behind the Makiwara. You can move the coin forwards and backwards on a string. And if you put it... It's got notches on this stick. So if it's on, like, seven, it's really easy to make the Makiwara hit the coin. You hit the Makiwara, springs back, hits the coin. You move it back, you move it back. Ten is pretty hard to do. So if you've got the coin hanging on number 10, you have to hit the microwire pretty hard. If you can hit the coin on number 10, you get to write your name on the wall. Special wall. And there's a fair few names on the wall now. Yeah. Hmm. There is. There's two brown belts on the wall, I think. Three? Two. James, Ben. That's two. Hmm. Yeah. Still no women. No. Caitlin, little Caitlin has vowed to be the first. Was she better? Woman on the, the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that is that's my current my current goal. You're gonna reassess your goal though, yeah. There. Yeah, I'll I'll let you know when I um when I think of one, yeah. <laughs> or when. Oh, it's not that I have <laughs> to think, think of one. one. No, when, when inspiration hits. When it uh, reveals itself to me, of course, uh, is what I meant. When the when the path reveals itself to the lowly traveler. That's it, man. That's it. I'm like the little mole in Rick Hutton's cartoons, just mole. plodding down the path. Excellent. Okay, Rude, you know what time it is, man? What time is it, Ross? It's time to talk <laughs> about a fail. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, so I wanted to talk, I wanted to do a fail of the week. So something that's a fail, a current fail, and then a fail that yeah. happened over lockdown. What 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 fail did you have over lockdown? Oh, a lockdown fail. Mm, probably just the state I came back in. 
because um, <laughs> I um, Rue Ru went into the wild. <laughs> he was climbing trees and, uh, and talking to the white the white crow. <laughs> oh, the white crow! I haven't told the people about the white crow, guys. Lockdown happened, and I took off home to Roscommon to my mammy's house. Um, because there was nothing to do, we were doing all our teaching online, so I got out of Dublin, went down to Roscommon. Roscommon, if you don't know, is the middle of absolute nowhere. But, um, there's a mad crow infestation in all the, there's like a small, there's like a lot of trees around my mother's house, like a small forest, and it's just crow's nests everywhere, but there was one white crow. Now, I've never even read Moby Dick, but I was fascinated <laughs> by this white crow, and every now and then there'd be a sighting. So I was climbing trees so if I could see if I could get a, uh, you know, uh, see if I could spot the white crow. <laughs> and we were having a meeting. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were having a meeting, and we're waiting for Rue to join the meeting, and I'm phoning, I'm like, Rue, join the meeting, and he comes on the meeting late. He's like, sorry, guys, I was off climbing a tree. What's that? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Get yeah. a happy bullshit you do out there, Rue. It was great, man. I learned. I learned to bake cakes. I learned. You know, I I was mowing the lawn. I was climbing trees. I was just having a nice old time. And what was the point? Oh yeah, this is my fail of lockdown. Um, while I was down there, my little sister, she was she's a student. Well, she just finished college, but she was also locked down, stricken, had to move home to Roscommon. And the two of us had a, a funny idea that we'd uh, that I'd go bleach blonde. And you did. And I did. <laughs> Dyed my hair bleach blonde. I thought it was class. I, was, I, I found myself, you know, I thought it was dead cool. And then uh, got back to Dublin uh, when we started doing up the dojo. I wanted to be here for that. And Scott Sensei was not pleased. <laughs> he, uh, he doesn't like us, you know, kind of expressing ourselves. No. He wants us to be austere. Measurable, like, like him. And miserable, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like an angry man. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, like a very angry man. <laughs> of course he isn't. He's very emotionally resilient. Yes. For a very angry man. For a very angry man. <laughs> um, my lockdown fail. Um, I think. Uh, funny thing I had, I was getting, I was uh, getting the kids to do their challenge at the end of class, and I asked them, "Go bring me your favorite toy." And. and you know, the kids are all coming back. You know, little kids and stuff, like, like you know, when they're all sitting at the computer holding their toys waiting, and they've all got this, this they can all hear everyone else because mm -hmm. they're all unmuted at this point because mm -hmm. I'm going to ask them about their toys and everything. And there's one kid who I've got looking for his toy in his room and I can see him and I can hear him looking for his toy in his room. <laughs> and he goes to this toy box which is right beside his speaker or whatever and he's like, oh, shit. Where is it? Oh, shit, I can't find it. Where did I put it? Shit, oh, for fuck's sake, where did it? Where did I, I was like, Andrew, but. And I, and I was too. My fail of it was I didn't like say anything because I was like crying, laughing. <laughs> All the other little kids are listening to this like foul language and I'm not doing anything to stop it because I'm just crying, laughing. This kid's like, oh shit, where did I put it? Where did oh, I put man. it? Where did I put it? Man, where's my little Skywalker? Where the fuck is it? <laughs> man, I think it's so funny yeah. when kids try out swear words oh, just to see what? what they can get away with. Like I had a, I had a little private class gorgeous little kid called Freddy and he's such a sweetheart he's got a little squeaky voice and I love him to bits and uh, I said oh wrong hand he was doing get on Barai and I was like oh Freddy wrong hand again and he just he stood up and he looked at me and he kind of devilish look in his eye and he just went well shit <laughs> brilliant 
<laughs> Alright, so those <laughs> that's fail of lockdown. Fail of the week. Um my fail of the week is just uh you know, we took my two weeks holidays uh, recently, also ended up back in Roscommon because there's fucking nowhere else to go. And um came back and just felt like dog shit for the first week of training. You know, jump back straight back into it like you ought to, you know, not missing any sessions and ran myself into the ground and was just Going around feeling very, very sorry for myself, feeling very unfit. Like I said earlier, a little bit stuck in the mud right now, not really knowing this isn't a funny fail of the week, sorry. This is just just how I feel right now. (laughs) This is genuine emotions. This is just me and my feelings. Uh, I've strayed from the path. Yeah. My fail of the week um, was when we were sparring one of the morning trains and a... Man, I'm still raging. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the, the mood change yeah. in the room. All of a yeah, I felt it. But uh, <laughs> The air went cold. We were sparring in the mornings and it was like the last round that I was paired up with AJ and Scott. And we were very chill, moving about, playing. Then Scott said, okay, 10 seconds, next point wins. <gasps> and I never got excited. And, oh. and, and cause, well, because you don't win anything. <laughs> <You don't. laughs> There's no prize. <laughs> like, you don't win anything. And, you know, normally I've had myself all right throughout the entire sparring session, not just for that last 10 seconds, you know, so I'm, I'm like, nothing to prove, you know. Yeah. But then, like, you know, 10 seconds, I was bouncing, bouncing, I was like, okay, I need to catch AG anyway. Like, I need to. So I went for my usual, like, but it's getting predictable now because I, I do the Kazami, which I always mm-hmm. tell him, but I always throw it now. Because it's, it's works that well, but now AJ read it and he kicked me in the face for the end, which is my move. I kick people as they move in, <laughs> and he done it to me, and I was like, I stopped for like he doesn't know this, and he probably would, I don't think he listens to this, so he will never know. But I've still not forgiven him, and I still have to get him back. So Jesus. I'm, I'm waiting for revenge. But oh man, it was a peach, and that was a fail on my part, man. I never get kicked in the head, and and he kicked me right. It was, how long had it been since you were kicked in the head? Uh, years like <laughs> <laughs> you had to, it's like a calendar you had to reset it was like yeah. 600 days since I was kicked in the head and like, then you're down to zero down to zero again like, <laughs> same with getting swept man never get swept like yeah well you're too raging. big to sweep man you yeah, fucker big heavy fucker I remember once I was um, I, it wasn't you I was sparring but it was someone probably no I can't remember but I I, I was just uh, it wasn't I wasn't really trying to sweep them I just touched their foot, you know, like, oh, that's yeah. Ashibarai. That's another thing you can do. And Scott Zensi was like, do you really fucking think you can sweep him, Rue? I'm like, no. I, I hate it being paired up with people. And then Scott is watching and starts trying to coach them. Because oh. he sends them into a frenzy of fucking panic and just like, ah, this is now becoming dangerous. Cause that's they how just, you get that scar. That's how I got the scar. Yeah. Really Scott Zensi's fault. Yeah, it was just like, I just like, I'm all chill, having a good time. Then he's like, you're sitting at his distance. You have to go forward now. Move. Go on. And all of a sudden, the bear's flying at you like 100%. <laughs> and you're still just like in chill mode. Like, Jesus Christ, calm down. <laughs> uh, very, for someone someone so good in control of his emotions, he's very angry, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, man, don't take it too harshly because AJ Sensei is pretty good at kicking people in the head. I don't, I don't seriously take it. Harshly, or, or feel bad about it, you know. It's you're not do you're not doing it properly if you don't get hit constantly. You know you should be getting when you're sparring. You're supposed to be getting hit all the time. If you're not getting hit by people, then you're not sparring the right people. You know. 
Yosh. It's the rule. There we go. That was a nice one. Iron sharpened the, the sword or something. Like steel sharpened. <laughs> <laughs> well, how does it go? Steel Sharp. tempers steel? I don't know. Iron sharpens iron. Or steel sharpens steel. I don't know. Something about swords. Sparring session needs punches to the face like this, like a sword needs a whetstone. That's what you say. Okay. Yosh. I don't know. But yeah, man, looking forward to it, to getting some more sparring in with AJ specifically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you, AJ. Don't worry. Okay. <clears throat> I think that's about it, man. We've got to wrap this up. Yep, we not bad for the first one back. Yeah. Nice quick one, but uh, yet we'll be firing these back out all the time. You'll be sick of us, guys. You're gonna be hearing yeah. from these two ball bags a lot more a in lot times more. to come. We've so, got some guests coming up. And some, some content. Some content. <laughs> some serious content. <laughs> okay. Oh, skies, deep bears. Bye, 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 bye.